from Australia. This is the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service. This broadcast is in text, audio and video and is accessed on wia.org.au. And this national news, believe it or not, is for week commencing May 15, 2022. And joining us to bring you the news, the news that is news, includes WIA Vice President Lee Moyle, VK3GK, who will be stepping up to the mic, as does WIA's AR Magazine Editor-in-Chief Roger Harrison, VK2ZRH, and the latest magazine is out, and I've got my digital version already this week. Speaking of digital, don't forget all points of contact, sources, URLs associated with every week's WIA National News Service is found in the printed text edition of our newscast. Worth a read, because more often than not, the text contains just that little bit more info than we can squeeze into this 30-minute spoken word version. Where do you get it? Best read at wia.org.au. Now, last weekend was our WIA AGM, and VK8ZZ WIA Secretary Peter Clee will join us this week. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the 2022 AGM of the Wireless Institute of Australia. We've been joined by so many people around Australia online today via Zoom, and we are also streaming this event via YouTube. A warm greeting to you all from Hobart. I also understand we have people watching from Antarctica and other parts of the world, so welcome to everybody. My name is Scott Williams, and I am the president of the WIA. Yes, thanks uh, for that. Uh, This year's AGM, which was a hybrid event held out of uh, Hobart, Tasmania, saw eight WIA Merit Awards awarded on this occasion. Firstly, Peter Young, VK3MV, got a President's Commendation. Dale Hughes, VK1DSH, got a President's Commendation. Graham Kemp, yes, Graham, our Graham, got a President's Commendation. And Ian Jackson, VK3BUF, got a Technical Excellence Award. Andrew Chapman, VK4QF, received the Chris Jones Award. Hayden Honeywood, VK7 Hotel Hotel, received the Michael Owen Medal. Bevan Daniel, VK5BD, received the Ron Wilkinson Achievement Award. And Grant Willis, VK5GR, received the G.A. Taylor Award. The uh, Publications Committee Awards for 2022 also went out uh, at the AGM this year. The Al Shawsmith Award for Journalism was awarded to Rex James, VK3 Ocean Foxtrot, and Rex Monker, VK7 Mike Ocean. The Higginbotham Award was awarded to Jenny Wardrop, VK3 WQ. Congratulations, Jenny. And the Technical Award went to three recipients... Andrew Anderson, VK3, Charlie Victor, Lou DiStefano, VK3, AQZ, and Dale Hughes, VK1, DSH, who wrote an article with Dimitrios Ziferis, VK2, COW. Congratulations to all of, all of the recipients. This is WIA Vice President Lee Moyle, VK3, GK. On behalf of the WIA Board of Directors, just a couple of messages from me this week. The WIA Board has resolved to show our respect to Solent Keys. The WIA will read out any Solent Keys that we have become aware of in the previous month. We'll also continue with the tradition of reading out and paying our respects to Solent Keys at our yearly AGM. The WIA will also publish a dedicated page on our website, which will list all Solent Keys as we continue to pay our respects and remember our close friends and colleagues that have sadly left us. 
On behalf of the WA Board of Directors and all members of WIA, we pass on our sincere condolences and our thoughts are with the family, friends and colleagues of the loved ones we have lost. May they rest in peace. As outlined in the February broadcast by President Scott Williams, the WIA offers all WIA-affiliated clubs access to a group buying arrangement for public liability insurance. The amount of WIA-affiliated clubs that participate allows the WIA to go out to the insurance market through a broker and obtain a group discount or reduce premiums that would otherwise not be able to be obtained. WIA-affiliated clubs are able to choose liability amounts of $10 million and $20 million and the fees charged subject to the state or territory in which the club is located and a fee per member. We are delighted to announce that in excess of 100 clubs have participated in obtaining insurance through the program this year. Just a little reminder to those clubs who have not yet paid, it was essential to pay no later than the 30th of April to ensure your insurance remains valid. The WIA is proud to be able to assist clubs in obtaining this insurance and this is just another example of the great benefits of being an affiliated club with the WIA. That's it for me this week. 7-3 from Lee, VK3GK. Who listens to radio? That go where you go medium called radio. VK8MI. VK8MI. VK8GT. Now joining us, Roger Harrison, VK2ZRH, and a look at the latest amateur radio magazine. And as I said, I've got mine. The theme for the issue, as foreshadowed on page three of issue two, is homebrew hacks and hints. And I don't mean the liquid kind of homebrew. Every inveterate homebrewer is confronted at one time or another with a situation where you have to turn a knob, but the shaft of the pot or capacitor is necessarily located out of reach. Tim Sosnan, VK3 Juliet Sierra Tango, VK3 JST, found a cheap and cheerful solution to that problem without using an Arduino or Raspberry Pi digital device. He called it the U-turn, a minimum parts count remote control. Jim describes his charmingly simple project in this issue. Having an issue with RF feedback in your shack? The likely culprit may be RF travelling down the outside of the coax leading from your multiband HF dipole. An inveterate home brewer you all know, Lou DeStefano, VK3 Alpha Quebec Zulu, VK3AQZ, sets out how he solved his problem, describing tricks and traps in selecting and building a low-cost choke ballon. What's more, it's rated for use up to 400 watts. For those venturing on the bands beyond 6 and 2 metres, Homebrew hacks and hints can get a little more complicated. A veteran of some years mountain hopping with his homebrew creations for bands from 6 metres through the, well, millimetres, Doug Friend, VK4 Oscar Echo, VK4OE, shares his hints and hacks for getting the most from a lollygagging long boom loop yagi. What? Lollygagging? All is explained in issue 3. To carry on. Naturally, we continue with part two of our major feature on the unsung pioneers of TV technology in Australia by WIA historian Peter Wolfenden, VK3 Romeo Victor, VK3RV. Peter reveals further details on some astonishing activities before the start of broadcast television in the 1950s, when radio amateurs trumped the broadcasters. Amateur Radio Magazine, Volume 90, Issue Number 3 for 2022. 
serving Australian radio amateurs since 1933. This has been AR Magazine, Editor-in-Chief, brought to Harrison VK, 2ZRH, for VK1WIA News. This is the home service of the Wireless Institute of Australia through VK1WIA. Now, international news with Jason, VK2LAW. Hello. Good news from Region 1. Amateur Radio supported a special Mother's Day event for Ukraine. Tens of thousands of mothers and children have left their home without a father, heading to the safety of nearby countries and away from the war zone. Amateur Radio was suspended in Ukraine on February 24th, but now there is an allowance obtained to transmit Amateur Radio remotely by using a Ukraine SEPT licence as long as the RF emissions are not from the Ukrainian soil. Well-known de-expeditioner Alex Uniform Tango 5 Uniform Yankee went on the air on May 4th as Echo Alpha 4 slash UT5UY using a remote station in Madrid, Spain. Amateur radio was also used on Mother's Day when Alex greeted his wife Sasha and his 12-year-old son Daniel, currently living in Finland. This is in line with IARU's theme Never Alone, and showcasing the fact that amateur radio has an important role even during the world's most turbulent times. A novel contest was organised by the Croatian Amateur Radio Association. The 64th state-level competition of young technicians of the Republic of Croatia. The competitions took place in 12 categories. 14 youngsters from 14 Croatian counties competed in the radio communication category. The first part was where the competitors took a written test of general technical knowledge. The second part was the construction of a small radio transmitter. The third part simulated an emergency. The task, to find an injured person, this part involved orienteering with the help of a map, locating a radio beacon carried by the injured person by means of a radio direction finder, determining the person's coordinates and distance, and relaying the position by radio. In news from Region 2, aircraft altimeter retrofits. The United States Federal Aviation Administration, FAA, have met with telecom and airline industry officials in a push to retrofit and ultimately replace some airplane radio altimeters that could face interference from C-band 5G wireless services. The altimeters give data on a plane's height above the ground and are crucial for bad weather landings. Potential wireless interference from a planned 5G rollout led to disruptions at some US airports earlier this year. The roundtable meeting considered retrofits with antenna filters which mitigate potential interference from 5G. New test of wireless power transfer called a success. In the United States, military researchers' latest test of wireless power transfer over microwave frequencies has been called a success. Kent Peterson, Kilo Charlie 0-Delta Golf Yankee, brings us the update thanks to AR Newsline. The still experimental practice of beaming power over microwave frequencies to transfer electrical power using so-called ground bounce has completed its most successful test to date. The United States Naval Research Laboratory recently completed a trial in which 1.6 kilowatts of power was transmitted terrestrially using a 10 gigahertz beam over a distance of one kilometer, or six-tenths of a mile. 
This kind of point-to-point transfer of electrical power is an emerging technology that's becoming increasingly favorable for scientists looking to expand its application. An IEEE paper published late last year said the use of the ground-based transmitter is part of ongoing exploration that researchers hope will eventually open the door to -to space-to-earth wireless transmission of power. Scientists believe that limiting frequencies in use to those below 10 gigahertz will lessen the loss of power during transmission. Paul Jaffe, KJ4IKI, the project lead, said in an April 20th press release that the systems have been developed keeping safety limits in mind for animals and people. For Amateur Radio Newsline, I'm Kent Peterson, KC0DGY. Chairman of the ARRL RF Safety Committee, Gregory D. Lappin, November 9 Golf Lima, PhD, PE, will receive an award at the 2022 Dayton Hamvention from the Radio Society of Great Britain. He will receive the Founders Trophy, recognising his outstanding service to the Society. Along with members of the RSGB, the ARRL RFSC members formed an EMF oversight group, which has been meeting since August 2020, to help develop tools and procedures for complying with the new RF exposure regulations for amateur radio operators in Great Britain. The new rules in the UK are similar to those already in effect in the United States. For VK1WIA National News, in Sydney, I'm Jason, VK2LAW. Now, operational news with Felix, VK4FUQ. Hello there. Now, contest-wise, 2022. The NZART Sangs the Shield Contest, Saturday 21st and Sunday 22nd of May. 0800 to 1100 hours UTC. Rules for this year are unchanged and as per the NZART website. Remember too that ZL stations can only operate with 5 watts, but we here in VK may use power up to our legal limit. International CQ Pride Contest, June 4-6. New Worldwide Digital Contest, also June 4-6. VK Shires Contest, 11 June 2022. WIA VHF UHF Field Days, Winter 2022. 0200 hours UTC, Saturday 25 June through 0159 hours UTC, Sunday 26 June. Dippers in VK6. DX Window. Antarctica, VK0. Warren, VK7, WN. Is reported QRV as VK0, WN. While stationed at KC Research Station. QSL, VK0, WN. As per his on-air instructions. T42, Cuba. T42ITU is active between May 14 and 17 to commemorate the 157th anniversary of the ITU Constitution. Activity will be on all bands and modes, including the satellites. All contacts will be confirmed via Relay TW and QRZ. Papua New Guinea. On air to our north is PT9LL from Port Moresby. Active on most HF bands. QSL via EA7FTR. Indonesia, 7B2C, 7B2E, 7B2T, 7B2H and 7B2O are QRV until the end of October to celebrate the Javanese Hindu city temple that was built in 1475. Activities on 80, 40, 20, 15 and 10 metres using SSB and FT8. QSL via operator's instructions. The Danish DX group DDXG to celebrate their 50th anniversary station OZ50DDXG 
is on the air until December 31, 2022. Radio amateurs around the world can obtain the anniversary award by having contacts using CW, phone or digital modes with the anniversary station OZ50 DDXG. Friends, PC2F will be activated as PF01MAX until the 20th of November over the 22 Grand Prix weekends of this year's FIA Formula 1 World Championship. For PF01 Max, you QSL via PC2F, either direct, via the Bureau, Logbook of the World, or EQSL. BBC Centenary Special Event, GB100 BBC. Members of the BBC's Radio Club, the London BBC Radio Group, have been granted an exceptional all-year special event callsign to help celebrate the BBC's centenary year. In the world of DX, be listening on the HF bands for A10-650JP, the special call sign being used by the Japan Amateur Radio League's Okinawa branch. Hems are marking the 50th anniversary of the return of the Okinawa Prefecture to Japan from a United States administration. The call sign A10-650JP is active through to the 30th of September. QSOs will be confirmed automatically through the Bureau. Hadrian's Wall Special Event Station There are two special event stations, GB1900HA and GB1900HW, running throughout the year to commemorate 1900 years since the building of Hadrian's Wall. QSL via Logbook of the World and Club Log OQRS. CQRZ.com for information on GB1900HA and GB1900HW. Irish Radio Transmitter Society Hems are using the special call sign EI90IRTS to mark the 9th anniversary of the founding of Ireland's National Society. Listen for the EI90IRTS call sign. Netherlands. Members of Euron's section of Mid and North Limburg are QRV with special call sign PI75LAM all this year to celebrate their 75th anniversary. A year-long special event call, HG200PS. Hems are marking the 200th birthday of Sandor Petafi, a revolutionary and celebrated poet, and their station is on the air until March 15, 2023. Be listening on all bands for operators using CW, SSB and FT8. For VK1WIA National News, I'm Felix, VK4FUQ in England. This is the home service of the Wireless Institute of Australia through VK1WIA. Now, special interest group news with Cole, VK3GTV. Hello, welcome to the segment. And this week it's off to the islands first up with IOTA OC130. IREC will be active as DV8 slash KH70A from Mindanao Island until May 27th on 80 through to 6 metres using CW and SSB during his daytime. Mindanao Island is in the southern Philippines. QSL via SP3SUX by the Bureau. Next up we check out special interest group news, Alara. And it's over to Linda, VK7QP, with news of Alara Meet 2023. The next Alara Meet will be held in Hobart in November 2023. Alara Meet itself will be on Saturday the 4th and Sunday the 5th of November 2023. Registration will be on Friday the 3rd of November 
and there'll be some optional tours on Monday the 6th. Expressions of interest are now due. The form is on the Alara website or contact me at luther8 at bigpond.com. This is not a booking, it's just to help with planning, and so we can reserve a block of rooms at the old wool store at competitive rates. We've received a good number of expressions of interest so far, and the planning team will be meeting to review these at the end of the month. So please return the expressions of interest form to me by email or send to P.O. Box 308, Rosney Park, Tasmania 7018, as soon as possible. Thanks. 73s from Linda, VK7QP. Thanks, Linda. On to Worldwide Special Interest Group's CW. Thanks to the ARRL newsletter for this, an unusual Morse code story from John Ruckett, WE4IAS, he writes that about 3am I was awakened by someone sending SOS on their car horn. I leapt out of bed, grabbed a bathrobe and with an extra long metal flashlight, zoomed down a flight of stairs to our apartment building's carport. There I found a young lady sitting just inside our rolling car gate. I inquired, are you the person sending SOS on a car horn? She smiled, saying, yes, I guessed if I just leaned on my car horn to get someone to let me out with an electronic gate opener, no one would respond. So I sent SOS, and you got here in about 30 seconds. Obviously, it was her definition of an emergency. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier. What's it like to become a NASA astronaut? Well, more than 18,000 Americans, that's 18,000, competed in the latest round of NASA's astronaut selection. The new candidates will be announced Wednesday, June 7th, and will report for basic training in August. You can see what it takes to be a NASA astronaut and what happens after the selection at the link in this week's text edition of WIA National News. Back down to Earth and Worldwide Special Interest Group's APRS, and it's over to VK5DAD, Nathan from the SCARC in South Australia. Currently, the Skark Amateur Radio Club has an APRS TNC repeater at Awalunga Hill site. On Saturday the 14th of May, we'll be doing an upgrade at Awalunga Hill site, VK5 RSC1. It will be upgraded to a digipeter with a Raspberry Pi, a USB sound card and a Tate 2010 VHF radio. We have two new sites which will be switched on. One of them, VK5RSC-2, located at Normaville, was actually switched on on the 11th of May, and another new site, located at Victor Harbour, VK5RVH1, with a date to be advised. 73s from all, South Coast Amateur Radio Club. Thanks, Nathan. Next up, it's Worldwide Special Interest Group's ATV. There's a new YouTube video called Two Teens, A Ham Radio and Operation Deep Freeze. Produced by Lance Geiger, known as the History Guy, the video chronicles two teenage hams back in the mid to late 1950s who helped keep an expedition at the South Pole during the International Geophysical Year in 1957 in touch with family and friends throughout the entire winter. Jules Maddy, K2KGJ, and his brother John, K2KGH, now Silent Key, are hams profiled and their use of phone patches and relays to pass on messages from the crew at the pole. The video presents the back history of how all this came about, with frequent expeditions by the US Navy to begin setting up a polar base. Sounds pretty cool, pun intended. 
Worldwide Special Interest Groups Radio Scouting. And a special event station for young scouts in the United States is back after two years, and it logged an impressive array of contacts. You might consider Special Event Station W2P the official station of the Comeback Kids. The 58th Annual Scout Camporee at the West Point Military Academy in New York had to be cancelled for two consecutive years because of the COVID-19 pandemic. On the weekend of April 22nd to 24th, it returned and got on air, making 577 contacts on CW and phone, covering 41 states and 25 DXCC entities on three continents. James Gallo, KB2FMH, one of the organisers, told Newsline that organisers and the West Point Scoutmasters Council saw that the campery itself made up for lost time, even with the usual number of 6,000 attendees reduced to 4,000 as a COVID precaution. W2P had about 13 operators working in rotation on five stations. The contacts were devoted to mini rag chews, giving everyone a chance to share memories of being in scouting or the military. The most memorable contact was logged in the middle of the night on 20 metres. A 5-watt station with the call sign R5 Alpha Juliet. The operator told James he'd been a scout as a boy and when he found the listing on QRZ, he just had to make the call. Well done to all involved. Time now to catch up on the latest Worldwide Special Interest Group's news from Yota, Youth on the Air. Here with the details is Alec, VK2APC. Thank you, Cole. INDEXA is supporting the Dave Coulter Memorial Youth DX Adventure. The INDEXA Board of Directors is honoured to be sponsoring this project, which encourages youth to experience DXing from the other side of the pileups. This year, the DX operation will be conducted at the Popular Juliet 2 Tango Stupestation in Curacao. President Bob Schneck, November 2 Oscar Oscar, says Indexa has gotten behind this worthwhile project because we realise it can only create a better understanding of de-expeditioning for the youth in our hobby. We see this as a great opportunity for them to gain a first-hand experience from the de-exing point of view and perhaps spur interest with our future generation of de-expeditioners. The YDXA was founded in 2009 with the purpose of introducing young amateur radio operators between the ages of 11 to 17, to the excitement of operating as a team at DX locations. Young hams who participate with the YDXA team are required to be accompanied by a parent or guardian. Indexa encourages everybody to consider supporting this worthwhile youth DX activity and look for them while they are on the air. For VK1 WIA National News, I am Alec, VK2 APC in Sydney. Now back over to you, Cole. Thanks, Alec. Now on to Worldwide Special Interest Group News, Rescue Radio. Radio Ham helps save man swept overboard. On April 28th, an emergency call came in that a ship had a man overboard. A Norwegian radio amateur helped to save the person in question. A translation of the post by Norway's National Society, NRRL, says, In addition to being an avid radio amateur, Gear Tor Christensen, LA5ZO, is also an avid sailor. It received the emergency call on digital selective call at 12 MHz. The call came from the Hong Kong registered bulk carrier. They reported person overboard and stated their position at 27.39 north and 88.49 east. But, luckily, when LA5ZO plotted this, it was 
inland in Bangladesh. He had the boat's MMSI number and searched for it on marine traffic. There was the right position, i.e. that 88 East should be west, and he was then 100 nautical miles south of New Orleans. He found the phone number of the US Coast Guard who had this area. They had not received any call and thanked him for the info and said it would call them on the satellite phone. Next day, Guiatour read online that a search operation had been launched and the overboard man found by a plane with a thermal imaging camera and then rescued by a helicopter. The person in question was wearing an inflatable vest. This case ended well. One man's curiosity became another man's salvation. An awful lot of luck there with the amateur hearing the call to begin with, then figuring out the correct coordinates and alerting the authorities. Till next time, stay safe. I'm Cole. VK3GTV. All righty to the uh, social scene. I almost said to the cutting room floor because once again this week we had so much news, I'm afraid poor old John O'Boy, VK4JJW, has been snickered and uh, hit the cutting room floor. But thanks anyway for the uh, the input, John. Okay, let's see what's happening on the social scene. Oxley Region Amateur Radio Club's Field Day happens June 11 and 12 in VK2. In VK5, the Australian Fox Hunting Championship and the Surge Convention, Mount Gambier, the Queen's Birthday Weekend in June. VK6, Perth Tech happens October 21-23 and the Vienna Ham Fest Saturday, November 19 in VK7. And as we heard in Special Interest Group News, Alara Meet 2023 happens November 4 and November 5, 2023. So plenty of time for that one. And plenty of time to get your news in for next week here at the WIA National Newsroom. I'm Graham VK4BB. Walk softly. From Australia, this has been the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service. This broadcast is in text, audio and video and is accessed on wia.org.au.